Welcome to Singly God's People with your host, Dennis Beard. Sabbath given as a sign to the people, which is a seal. But the seal, being that Sabbath, is that sealing of God's people, and there is an eternal Shabbat, an eternal Sabbath, an eternal rest. In Hebrews 4, Paul spoke of this and said, Take heed, lest a promise slip any of you. You should seem to come short of entering into his rest. He goes on and says, if Jesus had given him rest, he would not have spoken of another day. Now we're talking about the Spirit on the Lord's day. Another day, the Lord's day. What day is that? Well, it's the seventh day. It's the book of sevens. It's the book of prophecy. It's a testimony of Jesus, the spirit of prophecy. That's the reason why in the Feast of Tabernacles and Sukkot, which is right now being the season there in the natural and Israel that they are taking their Sukkot or Feast of Tabernacles now. But it's a time that they are commemorate the coming out of Egypt and the exodus of Israel out of Egypt. But there's a time coming that the Lord said they will no more think about the exodus of Israel from Egypt, but yea, rather, that won't even come into mind. All the great things that God did then and judging all the gods of Egypt, that won't even come into mind. When he brings his people out in the land of the north, south, east, and west, whithersoever he has driven them. Now that's a diaspora. Driven them, just the Israel, the natural nation of Israel? No. The Israel of God, that we that is a Jew, that is not one outwardly in the circumcision of the flesh, but he is a Jew that is one inwardly, circumcision of the heart, in the spirit, whose praise is not a man, but of God, Romans 2, 28 and 29. But there's still no replacement theology. There's still the nation of Israel, and God will save Israel in one day. And that salvation will be that he will do as he promised Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, that he will set all the nations, uh, will be blessed in Israel as they are the head of all nations in the earth for 1,000 years, fulfilling the promise to Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, the fathers that God spoke to them that he would do in Genesis 12. But the church, the seed that's counted for the generation of Christ, is a separate total entity than the nation of Israel. And there is a Sabbath to the Jew, to Israel, but there's also an eternal Sabbath, Shabbat, to the people of God. And that's what Paul is referring to in Hebrews 4, what Jesus referred to in Matthew 24, Mark 13, and Luke 21. It's the spiritual significance. Pray that your flight be not in the winter, neither on the Sabbath day. Take a look at that. Somebody said, well, that would be a time with, uh, of great joy that on the Sabbath you would take your flight into heaven. But that's not what he's talking about because he warns of great tribulation. Notice what he says. But pray thee, that's Matthew 24, verse 20. Pray ye that your flight be not in the winter. Foul weather, that is, of the north. 
the north wind, neither on the Sabbath day, the Lord's day. That's Sabbath day, that's seventh day. And we're talking about, and that in Revelation 1, that John said, I was in the Spirit on the Lord's day. He is our fellow companion in tribulation and persecution and for the testimony of Jesus. Now, the testimony of Jesus is that spirit of prophecy. We see that in Revelation 19.10. So we're talking about not a natural day of a Sabbath, keeping the seventh day, but the day of the Lord is as a thousand years, and a thousand years is one day. We're talking about an eternal rest. We're talking about that seventh day. It's been four days of 4,000 years until the cross. Jesus died, buried, rose again. Then it's been two days since then. He was glorified and has given us his spirit, the Father in us, Jesus in us, Christ in us, the hope of glory. Now we're in that third day, which is in the seventh day, a day of perfection a day that the church comes to the fullness of the measure of the statue of Jesus Christ unto a perfect man, growing up into him in all things and all truth. Not partial truth, not Pentecostal truth, but that truth in perfection, that being by the number seven, the perfect number of God. And that is 1,000. A thousand is perfected glory. And that you see in uh, Song 8 or Canticles 8, Solomon hath a vineyard in Baal Haman. Solomon, you must have a thousand. Perfection. All the keepers of the vineyard, 200. Well, the apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher. Each of uh, them are 200, which in itself is insufficiency. As Jesus stated, I suppose, there, they told them, to, Philip and Andrew, to feed the multitude. And they said, I suppose that 200 penny worth of bread is not sufficient to feed this multitude. Well, 200 is a number of insufficiency. Therefore, no man, no particular office is an island by itself. We have a total fivefold ministry for that to be 200 apiece, 200 for the apostle, 200 for the prophet, 200 for the evangelist, 200 for the pastor, 200 for the teacher. And each of those there are given for the perfecting of the saints. 1,000, perfected glory. Solomon, you must have 1,000. All the keepers of the vineyard, 200. That's perfected glory. That's coming to the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ, that Jesus spoke of another day that we would come into that perfection, but the time is coming and now is when they hear the voice of the Son of God. They shall live. They shall live where? They shall live in God's sight. You see that in Hosea 6. Come and let us return to the Lord. We've departed from the true God and eternal life. We've hewed out these cisterns that can hold no water. These trees twice plucked up by the roots. Clouds with no rain. Why? Because we have come off of the doctrine of Christ. The foundational truth that Christ is that spirit in every office. 
the Spirit of God in the uh, omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent office of uh, the administrator is the Father. That's the Spirit of God that's invisible, that is uh, omnipotent, almighty, omniscient, all-knowing, omnipresent, everywhere. Now then, that's invisible and we can't see, it can't be manifest. Well, then there's the Word. God created everything by His Word, which is His Spirit, and God said, let there be light. Well, that's the Word of God. In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word was God, the same was in the beginning with God. Now, many make the assumption that the Word is the Son of God. No, the Word is the invisible Spirit of God in the thought, plan, purpose, and will of God. There is the Word. It's the Logos. That is the invisible Spirit of God, but is a different function. It reveals God's thought, plan, purpose, and will. The Word was with God. His thought, His plans, His purpose, and His will. And uh, the same was in the beginning with God. But then He put it in action, and God said, Let there be light. Well, the Word was there, it wasn't flesh. The Son of God is the Word made flesh. God manifest. That is, uh, there, the Son of God has two components. The Spirit of God without measure manifests in a body of flesh and blood in the days of his flesh and is now glorified uh, <clears throat> back to the Spirit of God, the Father of glory, glorified with the Father's own self, the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God. There, the Father is the administrative office of the Spirit, invisible. And the Word is the Logos, or the expression office of the Spirit, revealing God's thought, plan, purpose, and will. Spirit, no flesh, Spirit. And the Holy Ghost is the power office of the Spirit of God. No flesh, just Spirit. <clears throat> but then we have Christ. He is that Spirit, every office of that Spirit. Christ is the Father. Christ is the Word. Christ is the Holy Ghost. Christ in us, the hope of glory, is the Holy Ghost in us. The Spirit of Christ, which is the Father of glory. <clears throat> but then we have a manifestation of that. The Word is invisible, office of the Spirit in the expression office. The Father is that invisible Spirit of God in the administrative office of that Spirit. The Holy Ghost is the power office of that invisible Spirit of God and the power office of that Spirit. Christ is that office. In every office of the Spirit, Christ is the Father. Christ is the Word. Christ is the Holy Ghost. But then we go also that revelation that Peter gives us in that first epistle of Peter, 1 Peter 1, verse 10 and 11, that the Old Testament prophets searched diligently into the grace that should come unto us, searching what or what manner of time the Spirit of Christ that was in them. That's the Father, the Word, the Holy Ghost. That's El Shaddai. That is the Lord Jehovah, God Almighty, the invisible Spirit of God. <clears throat> 
That's not the Son of God. Because the Son of God is the Father, the Word, the Holy Ghost, manifest. <clears throat> the image revealed, manifestation, a permanent tabernacle that can be seen, touched, and handled of the Word of God. There has to be made manifest. So therefore, the Son of God then is Christ, as we see in 1 Peter 1, verse 10 and 11, that, that the Old Testament prophets that search diligently to the grace that should come unto us, searching what or what manner of time, the Spirit of Christ that was in them, that is the Spirit of God, the eternal, self-existent, eternal Spirit of God, invisible. When it's signified beforehand and testified of the sufferings of Christ. Now the suffer, that's Christ revealed. <clears throat> that's Christ, the Spirit, taking on a body of flesh and blood, just as the prophet Isaiah said. Isaiah 43.10, Thus saith the Lord, the invisible Spirit of God, the Father of the Word, the Holy Ghost, El Shaddai, Elohim, the Lord Jehovah, and my servant whom I have chosen. That servant is the manifestation, the man, Christ Jesus. And my servant whom I have chosen, that you may know and believe me and understand that God said, the Lord Almighty said, I am he. The Lord is that servant. Now, the world says that's not so because God sent his son that that can't not be one and the same person. But the Lord God Almighty says it is. He states that in Isaiah 43.10. Thus saith the Lord, that invisible spirit of God, the self-existent, eternal power of God, the omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent spirit, that is the Lord, capital L, capital O, capital R, capital E, and my servant whom I have chosen. That is the manifestation. The servant that was chosen is the Lord Jesus Christ, the man, Christ Jesus, that you may know and believe me and understand I am he. Not manifest in him, not around him or just in him, I am he. The Lord Jehovah God Almighty, the Father, the Word, the Holy Ghost, is that servant. God states that. Now, that's the mystery of God and the Father and of Christ. Paul gives us that mystery in Colossians 2, verse 1 through 9. The full acknowledgement of the mystery of God and of the Father and of Christ that the world says that there are three. Three persons there, somehow in a hypostatic uh, union, co-equal, co-existent, and co-powerful. But that's not the word of God. The mystery of God and the Father and of Christ, in whom are ahead all treasures of wisdom and knowledge. God is revealing that truth now, the true Jesus, the real Jesus. Those that have an ear to hear are moving out of false doctrine through these ecumenical councils and synods that have been and told us that there is a trinity that is past understanding it's a mystery that cannot be understood, understood where the Lord Jesus, yeah, he stated there that he manifested the Father. Matter of fact, in John 8, 13, the Pharisees came to Jesus and said, Jesus, you better record yourself. Your record's not true. 
There's three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. These three are one, one and the same spirit. Different offices or functions, but the same spirit. <clears throat> so they're telling Jesus, you're not that spirit. You bear record of yourself. Your record is not true. Jesus said, though I bear record of myself, my record is true because I am not alone. I and my Father that sent me. Then he tells them to the Pharisees, it's written in your law, the testimony of two men is true. I am one that beareth witness of myself, that's the man Christ Jesus, in the days of his flesh, and my father that sent me, he beareth witness of me. There's the two witnesses. They said, where is your father? They still don't get it. That Jesus, the man, is the father revealed. They don't get it. Well, many ministers by the thousands are getting it now and coming out of a false trinity doctrine that the Father is uh, the Son of God, that Son of God is the Father revealed. The Father's revealed in the Son of God, glorified in the Son, and the Son is glorified in Him. And that is the mystery of God and the Father and of Christ, that the invisible Spirit of God manifests in a body of flesh and blood. Isaiah 43.10 gives us that, that by the prophet Isaiah, that you may know and believe and understand, I, the Lord God Almighty, am he the servant. Before me there was no God formed, neither shall be after me. It's very simple. God formed himself, a body of flesh and blood. The Son of God is the Father revealed. Isaiah stated that the Lord said that. That's a witness of the Lord that he gave of the Son, that he is the Father revealed. And if we believe that doctrine, then we have the testimony of Jesus. Jesus stated, if you believe on me, you believe not on me, but you believe on him that sent me. Why? Because they're one and the same spirit. When we have that revelation, <clears throat> Isaiah 43.10, that you may know and believe me and understand I am he. The Lord is that spirit. The Lord is that body of flesh and blood in the days of his flesh. The Lord is the Son of God, the Lord revealed. And therefore, he said before me, there was no God formed, neither shall be after me. See now that I am God thy Savior, the Lord thy Redeemer, the Holy One of Israel. The devils believe in one God and they tremble. They saw Jesus. They said, we know thee who thou art. You're the Holy One of Israel. You're the Holy One. Not a holy trinity. No such thing as the holy trinity. And that is the reason why so many are turning to the true God and eternal life. Jesus Christ, the father of glory, the only true God and eternal life. They're coming out of false trinity doctrine. Now, that has been taught for years, years. The tradition of the elders made the word of God in that effect. But God is restoring that faith to those that are seeking him with a pure heart, diligently seeking him. He's revealing that truth that Jesus Christ is the Lord. 2 Corinthians 3, verse 17, the Lord is that spirit. That spirit is the father of glory. He is the word. That's the invisible spirit of God. And that is the Holy Ghost. But when it was manifest in flesh, that's the Son of God. When the Spirit of God is manifest, that's the Son of God. That's redemption office. 
Why? Because the Spirit of God can't die. The Spirit of God, uh, as the Father of glory, he cannot shed blood. He can't be tempted. But they're taking on his own body of flesh and blood, the Holy One of Israel, God thy Savior, the Lord, our Redeemer. Jesus, Jehovah is our salvation. Emmanuel, God with us. Then we can understand that God can shed blood because that is his body that he formed for himself. That's God's own body, God's own flesh. And he says to that servant that he has chosen, in Isaiah 43, 10, thus saith the Lord, capital L, capital O, capital R, capital D, the invisible spirit of God, the self-existent, omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent spirit that is invisible, and my servant whom I have chosen, that is the visible manifestation, that she may know and believe me and understand, I am he, not just any, but am he. Before me there was no God form, neither shall be after me. That's God's own flesh and blood in the days of his flesh is God's own flesh. Now that is the revelation of Jesus Christ, that he is the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the ending, which is, was, and is to come, the Almighty. That is Revelation 1.8. God's revealing it now to those that have an ear to hear, but you have to come out. You have to come out of the denominational era. You have to come out into the truth and stand for that truth. Somebody said, well, I'm a deacon in the church. I've been there for years. Or I'm the pastor of that church. Well, those there in uh, that following Jesus, Jesus stated there very simply in John 8, 13 on, when they asked, where is your father? Jesus already stated, you've seen me, you've seen the father. He said that in John 14. But in John 8, he says, it's written in your law, the testimony of true men is true. I'm one that bear witness myself. The father sent me, he bears witness to me. They said, where is your father? That's the question. Where is your father? Well, the father is what's hid. In him, in whom are hid all treasures of wisdom and knowledge. What? That's a mystery of God and of the father and of Christ. That office is the father. God is God. Christ is all that God is. The father is the the administrative office of the Spirit. It is the supreme office of the Spirit of God. And that is what has been hidden. It's now revealed. It's revealed. It was revealed in the Pentecostal church of Acts 2. And it is now being revealed again, the faith that was once delivered to the saints, to those that have an ear to hear, those that are coming out of the Trinity by the thousands at India, Africa, Pakistan. We need to hear from those in Europe. We need to hear from those in America. Don't be deceived. God's revealing it now. He is revealing who he is. Come and let us return to the Lord, for he hath thorn. He will heal us. The true God, the true Lord. And after the second day, he will revive us. In the third day, he will raise us up and we will live in his sight. If we fall on to know the Lord, his going forth is prepared as the morning. He'll come to us as a rain, the former and the latter rain. That's the father in us. Christ in us is the father. You see that in Ephesians 4. One body, one spirit, with whom you're called, of one hope of your calling, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God who's above all, father of us all and in us all, the father. 
That's Christ. Christ is the Father. That's what he's revealing now. In 1 John 2, 22, John states it. Who is a liar but he that not that Jesus is the Christ? He is Antichrist that hath denied both the Father and the Son. Why? Because Christ is the Father. He is that invisible spirit. And Christ is the Son of God. Why? Because the Son of God is the Father revealed. The Father is the invisible spirit. Son of God is the Father revealed. You acknowledge the Son, you have the Father also. That's Christ. Christ is every office of the Spirit. And to be born again, you have to know that Jesus is the Christ. It says, whosoever believeth that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. That is a revelation that is essential for salvation. 1 John 5, uh, verse 1. If you believe that Jesus is the Christ, you know that. That he is every office of the Spirit. That he is the Father of glory. He is the Word. He is the Holy Ghost. Christ is that Spirit. He is the Son of God. He is the Son of Man. Then you are born of God. That's the doctrine of Christ. And any man abide not in the doctrine of Christ, he hath not God. Second John 9. It's just that simple. Well, Christ is revealing his glory now. That glory that God stated there in John 17, Father, I give them my glory. That same glory that you gave me, I give unto them. That where I am, there they may be also and see my glory. Well, what is and where is the Father? That's what the Pharisees want to know. Where is your Father? John 8. Well, where is your Father? Jesus said, you're from beneath, I'm from above. You're of this world, I'm not of this world. He said, if you had known me, you should have known my Father also. He states there, you've seen me, you've seen the Father. John uh, uh, 14. Philip said, Lord, show us the Father. That suffices us. That'll be sufficient. And Jesus said, have I been so long time with you? And yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that has seen me hath seen the Father. And I says thou then, show us the Father. Believe me that I'm the Father, my Father in me, or else believe me for the work's sake. The words that I speak are not mine, but the Father that dwelleth in me, houses permanently in me, manifest in me. He's the one doing the works. Jesus goes on in John 8, 13 through 27, explaining who the, the Father is. And he says uh, that Jesus spake these words in the treasury, and no man laid hands on him because his hour was not yet come. Jesus said, I go my way. Whether I go, you cannot go. They said, uh, the Pharisee said, will he kill himself? Because he said, whether I go, we can't come. Is he going to kill himself? Notice in John 8, 24, the ones that have an ear to hear what the Lord Jesus is saying to the churches. He is uh, proclaiming that in the book of the Revelation uh, that he is the Alpha and Omega, the beginning and the end, which is, was, and is to come, the Almighty. Revelation 1, 8, he is the Almighty God. Jesus states in John 8, 24, except you believe that I am he, the Father of glory. The question is, where is your Father? Jesus answered, except you believe that I am he, you shall die in your sins. That is definitely an essential for salvation. This they understood not. He spake to them of the Father. John 8, 27. They still don't understand it today. 
the ones that do hear it will hear for the salvation of their soul. Jesus stated it. Paul stated also, 1 Timothy 6, 15 and 16, that Jesus Christ is the blessed and only potentate, capital P. That's the omnipotent, almighty God. That's the omniscient, omnipresent God. Jesus is that spirit, the blessed and only potentate. We preach the Jesus-only doctrine of Christ. Christ is every office of the Spirit. There are not two persons. There are not three persons. There's no trinity. A trinity is only mentioned one time in the Word of God, from Genesis to Revelation. And in Revelation 16, 13, it states that John tells us who the trinity is. He said, there are three unclean spirits, like frogs, which are spirits of devils working miracles. Somebody say, well, they work miracles. So what? That's what John stated. These are spirits of devils working miracles. It's what Paul stated in 2 Thessalonians, the second chapter, that God will send them strong delusion. They believe a lie that all may be damned. They receive not the love of the truth, but have pleasure in unrighteousness. What is that? That's Satan with all signs, miracles, and lying wonders. What? With all deceivableness of them that perish. Signs, miracles, and lying wonders. John states that Trinity, three unclean spirits. There's only one spirit of God. Jesus Christ is that spirit. That is 2 Corinthians 3.17. The Lord is that spirit. Well, in the days of his flesh, he was made of no reputation, emptied out of glory to die for us. He is that spirit that made himself of no reputation and went back glorified, back to the spirit of God where he was before. That is the revelation of Jesus Christ. Well, the ones that do not believe that, that hold to a different doctrine of Christ, hath not God, Second John 9. We have to believe and be established in the doctrine of Christ In him are hid all treasures of wisdom and knowledge. For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. Colossians 2, 9. He is a blessed and only potentate. 1 Timothy 6, 15 and 16. Who only hath immortality, dwelling in the light which no other man can approach unto, nor see, nor can see. Jesus is that light. He is the light. He is that father of glory. And he is now glorified back to the Father's own self. He put it off that glory to come into the world to manifest himself, making himself of no reputation. But then, after his death, burial, and resurrection, he took all that glory back, glorified by the Father's own self. You'll see that in Matthew 28, 18. Jesus comes out of the tomb and says, All power in heaven and earth is given to me. Whenever... He comes to Acts 2.36, Peter's preaching. Let all the house of Israel know surely that same Jesus whom you crucified. That man, God hath made him both Lord and Christ. Lord, Jehovah God Almighty, one Lord, Christ, the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God. Acts 2.36. Then we see that blessed and only potentate, 1 Timothy 6.15-16. There is no other God. God has shown forth his glory in the face of Jesus Christ. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power might be of God and not of ourselves. The Lord is that spirit. 
God has sent forth the spirit of his son into a heart's war by the cry of a father, the son of God, the spirit is that is the spirit of the father. It's a spirit of the son. There's only one spirit. That man Christ Jesus in the days of his flesh was one of us tempted in all points like as we are yet without sin. He fulfilled the law in the days of his flesh. But then he said, destroy this temple in three days. I will raise it up. No man can raise up his own body except he be God almighty. That's what he stated in John 2, 19. Destroy this temple. Jesus said in three days, I will raise it up. The Jews said 46 years where they had built this temple. You're going to raise it up in three days. Jesus spake of the temple of his body. Romans 1, verse 3 and 4. He's declared to be the son of God through the spirit. Wow. By the resurrection from the dead, proving that he is the father of glory, the Lord Jehovah God Almighty. The Alpha and the Omega, the Omega, the Aloft to the Tongue, the A to the Z of all the attributes of God, the Almighty God. There's not another. And that's what he's revealing in the last days. Is this not sealed up among my treasures, saith God? For the Lord will judge his people and repent himself of the evil, the tribulation, the trouble. When he sees their powers gone, what? We're entering to the rest of God, ceasing from our own labors and our works follow us. And there's none shut up or live. What's it revealed? When God puts his judgments in the earth, all men will learn righteousness. What is that? That he alone is God. Jesus said and stated there in Deuteronomy 32, I am God alone. There's no other God beside me. I know not any. If there was another spirit of God, a spirit junior, or any other begotten spirit in heaven, the Lord would have stated that. But there's not. There's only one spirit of God. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. One spirit, and there'd never be another. Before him there was no God formed, neither shall be after him. There'll never be another Messiah. That is God revealed. God, Jehovah, God with us. Jesus is Jehovah is our salvation. God there in Deuteronomy 32 says, I kill, I make alive, I wound, I heal. See now that I am God and beside me there is no other God. I know not any. And every we never need will bow and confess that Jesus Christ is the Lord Jehovah God Almighty to the glory of the Father. No one else will make heaven. It's time for those that know that truth to make a stand for Jesus and the one God, the Jesus only doctrine of Christ, that he is the Christ and there's not another. Don't be deceived. The last day work of the ministry is there for the perfecting of the saints to bring this gospel, this gospel of Jesus Christ, all the world for a witness and all nations. And then the end will come. Make a stand for Jesus. Enter into that truth. Do not deny him in that glory that he is the father and there's not another. He's the father of glory. John 8, 24. John 10, 30. I'm a father of one. John 14. You've seen me. You've seen the father, Jesus said. There's not another. Paul stated, he's a blessed and only potentate, 1 Timothy 6, 15, 16. John, 1 John 2, 22, that he is Christ, the Father and the Son of God. 
deliver the Spirit of God. 2 Corinthians 3.17, the Lord Jesus said, He is that Spirit. There's not another. Well, the Holy Ghost dealing with you? Work with us. Give me a call that we can carry this gospel, this real Jesus, to all the world for a witness unto all nations. Then the end will come. There, give me a call. Plus one. That's our, that's our country code. Plus one. 903, area code. 746-4885. Leave a message. I'll get right back to you. Let's work together. Let's take those nations for the Lord Jesus Christ and the two gospel of Jesus Christ, the gospel of Christ, the gospel of God. There's not another. There will never be another God for him, neither shall be after him. He only is that God, the only true God in eternal life is Jesus Christ. He is that rock. There's not another. Again, call me, leave a message. I'll get right back to you where we can work together. Country code plus one. Area code 903-746-4885. Well, we pray that God perfect that which is lacking in each one of us, that we all may be presented blameless at the coming of the Lord, both spirit, soul, and body. Until the next time, this is Brother Dennis Spirit saying, Behold the real Jesus.